Let us pray. Most loving and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for this day. We pray that the Holy Spirit would open our hearts and our minds to hear your voice. Lord, may your word be spoken and your word received. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we were looking for a theme across all of the readings today, including the psalm, I think we, found, we find a declaration of the power of God at work. For in the passage from Job, Job is reminded that it was the power of God, the Word of God that spoke all creation into being. And it's the power of God that holds all creation together to this day. We hear the power of God proclaimed in the psalm. And then we get to this gospel passage and see the power of God at work in and through Jesus Christ. And in this encounter, we find Jesus in the boat with His disciples. And up comes this storm that has them terrified. And we have to remember that the disciples with Him in that boat, many of them were fishermen who lived on the water practically. So we have to envision this being uh, some kind of storm in order to have them all terrified. And up to this point, they're in the boat with Jesus. They're on a trip with Jesus. They know that He's with them. And they've been with Him, seeing the power of God at work through Jesus, working all sorts of miracles up to this point. But even in the midst of the storm then, knowing what they know, they're still terrified. And they wake Jesus up to say, well, don't you care we're in this storm? We're about to die and you're sleeping back here. Hey, get up and do something. And immediately, he speaks and the storm is calmed. And as this gospel section concludes, it concludes in a way that is good news for all of us in that he says to them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? And I say that that's good news because I think if the gospel passage said that Jesus calmed the storm and then Jesus said, well, you know, guys, because you really understand everything and are such holy and pious people, it made it possible for the power of God to be at work. If that's what it said, I don't know for you, but that would be pretty discouraging. Because then it turns everything back upon us. Where we have to have the right level on the faith meter or God's not going to work or He can't work. And I think, well, what does that say about God? First of all, it puts too much emphasis on us as if we make it possible when we don't. And secondly, it's a really tiny God who needs us to get everything in order so that God can do something. Rather, Jesus is saying, you guys have no faith, but we just witnessed the awesome power of God. And thanks be to God, the work of God in our lives is not dependent upon us. 
It's not dependent upon us. It is God's work and God's initiative and God's desire. And what excitingly happens throughout the gospel is Jesus works even when people don't fully understand, even when their faith is low. The power of God is evident, and then what happens? People come to believe. They come to trust. Their faith is more secure. And now, isn't that the same way that it works in our own lives? That when we're going through something, and we recognize God at work, it strengthens our faith for each step we take in the journey moving forward. It's part of the reason that coming together as a community in fellowship is so important because we hear each other's journey and are strengthened by the testimony of God at work in people's lives when they didn't see it and didn't know it. We see that witness in the scripture when people didn't see it and didn't know it. And God works and their faith is strengthened and then they take the next step forward day by day. That's the way it is in our own life. That's very freeing good news of the gospel versus just saying, well, if you don't see God working in your life, you must just be a little deficient in your faith. Work it up a little bit to get to the right level, and there you go. Everything will be fine. Well, that's not the way it works. And in fact, standing on the trust of God, standing on promise of God, standing on the power of God, has to be the only way that we hear Paul write the words that he wrote in this passage from the Corinthians. Because Paul had his share of hardships. And in the midst of that, what are the words that he says to us? He says, well, in the midst of all of this, we're known yet regarded as unknown, dying, but yet we live. Beaten, but we're not killed. Sorrowful, but we're always rejoicing. Poor, yet making many rich. Having nothing, yet possessing everything. Well, how can Paul say this? And the only way he says this is trusting on the power of God that the God who created everything, who called it into being, who sustains it all, who is proclaimed and witnessed throughout all the words of the Old Testament, who is seen in the work of Jesus Christ, who raised Jesus from the dead, will also raise us, that Jesus will return in that same power and usher in a new heaven and a new earth. That has to be the only way that Paul can say this. Otherwise, when Paul says these things, we would say, well, this guy's crazy. What do you mean? We're in the midst of this struggle. And you say, well, we're always rejoicing and we have nothing, but look at all the things we have. Well, he's got to be looking beyond the immediate circumstance he's facing to the promise of God, and he trusts in the power of God to bring it to fruition. And what the gospel does not say we need to be careful of, it does not say, follow Jesus and you will have no problems. That your life will be perfect and every event in your life will just be a joyful event. Every believer knows that that is not the case. And Jesus never promised that. But what he does say is whatever you face, I go with you. And will you trust in my power that I have overcome everything that you face? And that even when our bodies lie in death, Jesus has overcome. 
and in the power of God we will be raised. There will be a new heaven and a new earth and all of the circumstances of life that have come against us will be gone forever. If that is promise we hang on to, then even in the midst of our struggle, I hope that we can say the same things that Paul does, and that we can see them the same way, that no matter what we face, well, we can say, fine, we might be dying, but we're living on. We might be beaten, but we're not going to be killed. We might be sorrowful, but we're still rejoicing in the midst of it. We might be poor, but we're really rich, and we might have nothing. Yet in Jesus, we have everything. We have everything. That's the promise of God. That's the good news of the gospel. And thanks be to God, the power of God is not dependent upon you and me achieving a certain level or a certain status. All we need to do is ask the Holy Spirit to open our eyes to see the power of God at work in your life and my life right here and right now. That same power of God from the beginning is the same power of God at work today. And it's the same power of God that will bring the promise to completion in the end, given fact in the victory of Jesus Christ. So let us today recognize the power of God at work and give thanks to God for His unfailing love and His unfailing power at work in us to change and transform us and no matter what we face, may our eyes be fixed on the fulfillment of the promise that will come in and through the power of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Most loving and gracious Father, we give you thanks and praise for your presence in our lives, for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, and for his victory over sin and death. May your Holy Spirit change us more and more each day into the image and likeness of Christ. And no matter what storms may come our way, may we trust in your promise, may we trust in your power, and may we trust in the victory that has already been won and is ours through Christ. Keep our hearts and our minds fixed upon you, Lord. And may we boldly proclaim to others your power to change and transform. And Jesus, we ask all this in your precious and holy name. Amen.